Yo, this is the ancient Texan. I don't know who wrote this, but it's about the origin of dogs. Luku and Ama. You, you may have heard Brother Kipling's tale about the origins of dogs, where the woman throws a roasted mutton bone to a wolf and says, wild thing of the wild woods taste and try. But Kipling forgot to mention a few things, like the secret herbs and spices in the dry rub, or why there are still wolves around today. Of course, he was trying to explain it to a child or a president, and therefore had to keep it very simple. You see, wolves are suspicious by nature and enjoy a good fight. So if you give an average wolf a bone, he will come back tomorrow with five of his friends, knock you on the side of your head, and take all your bones. A dog would never be so inconsiderate. Our story begins with a cold wind, followed by snow and ice. Soon, all but the hardiest of plants disappeared. Rabbits, raccoons, and even mammoths had a hard time finding food, and their numbers greatly decreased. This meant less food for wolves, bears, jackals, and coyotes. The bears decided to find a warm cave, curl up and sleep until the snow had melted. The wolves, coyote, and jackals, however, were too nervous to fall asleep. They spent their nights wandering through the woods or pacing back and forth, wondering where their next meal would come from. One night, as they were wandering, they caught the scent of roasting meat. Their stomachs started to growl and their mouths water, so they followed the scent. They soon found a pack of humans sitting around a fire, eating meat and telling stories. The wolves stayed far back, deep in the shadows, and watched. To their ama amazement, the humans took the boards and bowls they had piled the meat on to the edge of the camp and dumped the scraps in a pile. The wolves couldn't understand why. Anyone would throw away perfectly good food. Once the humans were asleep, they rushed to the pile to eat. Night after night, this ritual took place. The humans would add food to the pile, and the wolves, jackals, and coyote would wait until the humans were asleep to eat. When the mo humans moved their camp, the animals would follow, always at a safe distance. It was easier than hunting, and besides, the roasted bones tasted better. One particularly cold and windy night, a beta wolf named Luca, who was less afraid and more curious than the others, wandered into the camp and lay down behind the humans at the edge of the fire's glow. The strong smell of roasting meat made his stomach rumble and he started to whine softly. The whining startled the humans who quickly stood up and grabbed their spears. The chief's wife, Ama, scolded them for she could see that Luca was hungry and posed no threat. 
She tossed him a juicy bone with lots of meat on it, far more than the usual scraps from the pile outside the camp. Luca stayed where he was, gnawing on the bone and feeling full for the first time in weeks. When the humans went to bed, Luca curled up in the front of Amma's tent and would growl at anyone who approached it. In the morning, Amma rewarded him with another bone. The other wolves saw this and debated what to do. Many did not trust the humans, thinking Luca would soon be roasting on the fire himself. Others were proud of their wolf culture and did not want to be submissive to others. But some saw the benefit of Luca's way, and slowly, one or two at a time, they joined him at the edge of the fire. Soon, every tent and camp had a guardian wolf sleeping in front of it, and the first generation of dogs were born. Well, that's a story from somebody. I was expecting it to be a little more exciting there. But it is what it was. That's called Luca Nana. This is the ancient Texan reading a story about where dogs came from. You don't get that on all podcasts, do you? Have a good day or evening. Namaste.